In pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential. 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 Jesus House for All Nations. This message has been recorded live at Jesus House for All Nations. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Just quickly want to set some context for this year's pursuit of God. Um, I, I hope you can sense that this year's pursuit of God is going to be like no other we've had. Last night with Sinach, uh, worship with Sinach was an introduction to what is going to be happening this year. And if there's one word I have heard, as I just set this context uh, for, I'm not preaching, um, I, I set this context for, the, for this year's pursuit of God. It is the word sacrifice. Go on, say with me, sacrifice. Go on, say it boldly, please. One more time. If there's anything that God is asking us to do to trigger a response from heaven, it is to sacrifice. Amen? And so... I just want to run through very quickly what God laid on my heart, very, very quickly. So stay with me for like 10 minutes as we go through this. I feel and I hear, as confirmed in my spirit, that God is asking us to sacrifice, to trigger a response from heaven. The whole of this POG, it's about the sacrifices that we make. And you know what a sacrifice is? It's basically giving up or foregoing something for the sake of other considerations. And God is saying to us, we've got to give up or forego certain things for certain things that we want to happen in our lives, our families, our cities, and the nation. And there's no better scripture that, that tells us the power of sacrifice like what Solomon experienced, and the Bible records for us in 1 Kings, the third chapter, verses 4 and 5. So what, what, what was it that, that happened with Solomon? You know the story. He sacrifices 1,000 burnt offerings. The Bible says that night, somebody say with me that night. Go on, say it again. That night, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream, and God said, what do you want? Ask, and I will give it to you. How many want to hear that this 21 days from God? No, the rest of you don't really care. How many really want to hear that? Where God gives you literally a blank check. What do you want? I wish God would ask me that about the nation. What do I want for this nation? I would tell him what I want. What do I want for my family? What do I desire for myself? And that's what he asked Solomon. And it was a response to Solomon's sacrifice. The sacrifice triggered a response from God that was almost immediate that night. Now, of course, we know that there are no more sacrifices of animals. Any, anytime anybody asks you to sacrifice an animal, it is devilish because there's no more sacrifice of, of, of animals. And why is that the case? Because Christ has become our ultimate sacrifice. 
The Bible puts it like this in Hebrews 10, verses 12 to 14. As a priest, Christ made a single sacrifice for sins, and that was it. This is the message, the message translation. Then he sat down right beside God and waited for his enemies to cave in. It was a perfect sacrifice by a perfect person to perfect some very imperfect people. By that single offering, he did everything that needed to be done for everyone who takes part in the purifying process. So there is no more any need for any physical sacrifices. No need to kill animals. Jesus has done it all. A perfect sacrifice by a perfect person, one single offering. Now, does that mean that the time of sacrifices is over? No. Because it's a principle about sacrifices. Spiritual sacrifices still achieve the same thing as Solomon's sacrificing 1,000 animals to God. So this pursuit of God, we are challenging ourselves to make sacrifices that will trigger a response from heaven. That's what this whole POG is about. Sacrifices that will trigger a response from heaven. So let me share with you very quickly seven sacrifices that touch God's heart that we want to encourage ourselves to make this pursuit of God. Number one, of course, is the sacrifice of the fast itself. And I'm not going to go through the scriptures, but take the scriptures down and study them. In, that, in those scriptures, God says, the children of Israel come to him and say, we have been fasting, but nothing is happening. God says, yes, because you've been fasting how you want. Let me tell you the kind of fast that triggers a response. And when you read about the response that is triggered in those scriptures, it is startling. No time to go into it, but you read it. That heaven responds to our fasting where the fasting is done how God wants. And so you might be here or you might be watching online and you hadn't determined to fast. I want to encourage you. It's a sacrifice that heaven responds to. As a church, as a family, we are waiting on God in a fast. If this was a nation, then the king of the nation has called a fast. Everybody should, in old days would be in sackcloth and ashes, not looking as nice as you're looking. And we are fasting. We are abstaining from food. And you can abstain from food and break at 6 p.m. That's okay. Or you can go the long haul like some are doing where they are abstaining from food for 21 days. But somewhere in there, make sure you are part of the fast. Can someone say amen? amen? Listen to the results of this fast. If you do it how God wants it. This is what the scriptures say. Then your light will shine out from the darkness. And the darkness around you will be as bright as noon. Can someone say amen if, if, they, have, if they receive that? The Lord will, will guide you continually giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. That's the result of a fast. That's what God says if you fast how I, how I want you to. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. Some of you will rebuild the deserted ruins of your cities. Then you will be known as a rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes. 
Now, it's not the time to, to, to do, that, do that preach, but don't forget that the word God gave us for this fast, the foundation word is Amos 9 verse 11, and it says the same thing about restoration, rebuilding, and repairing. Amen? Second sacrifice is a sacrifice of praise. Hebrews 13 verse 15, let's take a place outside with Jesus, no longer pouring out the sacrificial blood of animals, but pouring out sacrificial praises from our lips to God in Jesus' name. What do we want to do this pursuit of God? What, sac what, what is the other sacrifice we want to bring? A sacrifice of praise. We go beyond. It's aggressive praise. It's warfare praise. It's reckless praise. It's sacrificial praise. And you don't have to come to church to do it. In praising God, just do what you haven't done before. Go further than you've gone in your praise and worship. Let heaven see that it is a sacrifice of praise. You're foregoing something for some other consideration. Does that make some sense? Talk to me, church. Okay. Number three, a sacrifice of prayer. And there's no time. Just read the scripture. And the scriptures tell it all. How the patriarch battled and wrestled with God. And pre-incarnate Christ was amazed at the tenacity of the patriarch. Let me go, he said. The patriarch said, I won't let you go until you bless me. And the blessing wasn't material. The blessing was a destiny blessing. His destiny was confirmed. Your destiny will be confirmed in these 21 days. But then you have to, ha there has to be a sacrifice of prayer. You know, I'm sure some people don't know. We've said it, but it's passed over some people's heads that we are praying nonstop in this building. By the end of pursuit of God, 12 midnight on the 21st, we would have prayed for 504 hours nonstop. Now, how many know that if an incense is burning to heaven for 504 hours nonstop, how many know that God surely will respond? And what are we saying to you? Be a part of the sacrifice. Someone said to me, why don't we do it online? I said, because God didn't tell me to do this one online. He said, do it here. I'm not God. I don't know why he wants us to do it here. So, of course, it's a sacrifice. After Sinat finished yesterday, I went in and joined the people who were praying. I planned to be there just to encourage them for 10, 15 minutes because I knew we had to get ready for today. By the time I looked up, it was quarter to 12 or 11.30, something like that. I'd been there for close to two hours. So why don't you join in? Why don't you purpose that part of your sacrifice this 21 days? You're going to take certain slots. Those of you who have cars, wake up at 2 a.m. and come and join the 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. slot. It's a sacrifice. You have to get out of your comfortable bed, get into your car, drive here. There's an angel that is taking records of the sacrifice. If you want to do it in the comfort of your home, lying down with your laptop on your chest, then that is no sacrifice. But you come here and spend some hours. You're not working. This is a fantastic time. You should laugh at the devil that you didn't want me to get a job. By the time I finish with you in these 21 days, you will go and find me a job. That should be your attitude. So that I'm going to be here every day. And just join in the prayer. And what are we praying for? For one hour. God told us, tarry. Jesus said to me, get the people to tarry with me for an hour. What are we praying for in that one hour? The one hour, we are praying for four things. It's broken into four quarters. 
The first thing is we are praying for ourselves. The second thing is that we are praying for our families. The third thing is that we are praying for the church, using Jesus' house as a point of contact for the church in the nation. The fourth thing is we are praying for the nation. So come and spend some hours and sort some things out. It's a sacrifice, but heaven recognizes the sacrifice. Can someone say amen? amen. The fourth sacrifice we are required to make during pursuit of God is a sacrifice of faith. And Shola spoke about it when she did the reflection. She called it the audacity of faith. You know, believe God again. Believe God for big things. Be audacious in your belief of God. There are many blessings to this nation and to the culture here. But one of the downsides is that it forces your mind to think small. So somebody break out of the confines and believe God again. Believe God for the impossible. When the centurion said to Jesus, don't bother to come, just speak the word. The Bible says Jesus was marveled, taken aback, astonished and amazed. May God be marveled at your faith. May you believe God for something these 21 days that Jesus himself will be astonished at your faith. Amen. Number five, a sacrifice of holiness. Without holiness, there is no power. Job says it like this in the scriptures that are referenced there. But he knows where I'm going. And when he tests me, I will come out as pure as gold. For I have stayed on God's paths. I have followed his ways and not turned aside. I have not departed from his commands, but have treasured his words more than daily food. How do I come out as pure gold at the end of this period? Because I stayed the course. I stayed on his paths. I followed his ways. I didn't turn aside. I have not departed from his commands. I have treasured his words. And the result is that I'm, I come out as pure gold. Let there be a sacrifice of holiness. There are some things that you're doing or that you did that you know God is not pleased with. This is not the time to do those things. There are some places you should not be in in this period. There are some conversations you should not be having. Number six, a sacrifice of thanksgiving. The psalmist says, I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. It's not thanksgiving service is an attitude of gratitude to God. I'm just grateful to God. And you know, if you're believing God for something, now is the time to turn that thing into an opportunity to sacrifice thanksgiving. So perpetually grateful to the extent that the heavens recognize it as a sacrifice. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. And lastly, a sacrifice of giving. You know, one of the things I purposed, I, I'll share with you, is that this pursuit of God, every single service, I will give the same offering that I give every single Sunday. Now, you know that totally blows my finances. Because I, give, I would normally give an offering like you on Sunday, and then the next Sunday I would give an offering. But I said, God, you've called us to be, to be here for 21 days. This is my, my sacrifice. The offering I give on Sunday, I'm going to give it every single day for 21 days. When I calculated the amount of money, it took me to have faith to believe that I will do that and it won't rock me. But then I realized it's a sacrifice of giving. There has to be pain in the giving. That's what makes it a sacrifice. If it's comfortable, it's not a sacrifice. So now is not the time to quibble about my tithes or my offerings. No, 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 no. Tithes and offerings are the foundation. 
Now we are moving into the sacrificial stage of giving. Because like you, I am tired of being at a place where I just have enough. For the, for the vision I have, for, for what I sense God would have me do, I need more than enough. I need an overflow. How many need an overflow in their finances? And not because we want to consume it on lust, but because God wants to use you as a treasurer in his kingdom. And how are you going to trigger an overflow? By challenging God with your giving. Can someone say amen? amen. And so it's a season to sacrifice. You know, commitment, that's sacrifice. To commit to being here for 21 days is a sacrifice. To being here every single day for 21 days, that's a sacrifice. But God is asking, are you ready to pay the price with your sacrifice? Because he's ready to respond if you're ready to pay the price. Can someone say amen? amen. Go and ask the person next to you whether they are ready to pay that price. Ask the person on the other side of you whether they are ready to pay that price. And then why don't you pray and ask God to give you the grace to pay the price? Go and pray and ask God to give you the grace to pay the price. Because you can't do it of your own volition. It has to be by grace. Only God can give you the power to stand in that way. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. Thank you, Lord. May we pay the price. May the heavens respond. May it be a testimony that the Lord himself asked, ask what you want and I will give it to you. We give you all the praise and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.